Welcome in, everybody. Let's get right into it. Okay, so it is no secret that shopping addiction is a real thing. I mean, hell, even if you aren't an avid or an addictive shopper, overspending is pretty rampant in general, and it's become an accepted facet of human society, right? We even go so far as to create systems to habituate overspending and shopping addictions. We incentivize these kinds of behaviors that, I mean, they can really be described as a sickness. I mean, at least shopping addictions and hoarding can be described as addictions at any rate. And they often are. Now those systems that kind of purport those lifestyles, uh, those are ones that sell you credit cards. I mean, hell, the, the whole credit system in itself, right? You don't have a thousand bucks? I mean, here, take, take this credit that's not money that you have, it's credit, and, you know, just pay it off, and while, while you're at it, give us, give us, you know, 200 more dollars, and that's how those systems make money, by selling you instant gratification, because that is what that is, instant gratification versus putting things off and working towards a goal no, you don't have to do that. I mean, it, it's kind of crazy if you think about it. If if we did that with anything else, could you imagine if we did that with anything else? Like, um, hey, you, you know how you go to the gym five times a week? No, you don't need to do that to get muscles. Here, take this pill. Well, I mean, it's kind of what steroids are, really. But you, you do still have to put a little bit of work into make the steroids kind of kick in, so it's even worse than steroids, I guess. Um, I, I mean, yeah, those, those things are clearly a problem. And then you have things like loan sharks, wretched pawn shops that take your souls if we fail to pay them off. I, I would call that a problem. Now, how terrifying would it be if this problem, you know, over-shopping, rampant spending, uh, an uncontrollable kind of greed, what if that became sentient? What if it, what if it took the form of a building, right? Let's say, like a, a, a store. And it used Time Lord TARDIS-like technology to be ever-expanding and bigger on the inside kind of thing. Um, so we're, we're dealing with a, a larger than... Well, on the outside, right? Bigger on the inside, right? On the outside, it would appear to be like a typical standard... Walmart style warehouse type of building right now 
the further you go into the store, the crazier and more addictive and intriguing and eventually dark and horrifying the products become. And that's really to mirror the pain and the damage caused by shopping and hoarding addictions. Right? The more you give in, the more you buy and store up, and the worse it gets. It becomes that much harder a thing to overcome or escape from. So you, you would go from buying things that you actually need and will use, then you reason with yourself, right? You tell yourself, oh, well, you know, I, this little knick-knack, I mean, it's five, ten bucks, it's not that much, you know, it'll look really cool. Right, sitting next to my TV or on my bookshelf, yeah, I'll take this knick-knack. But, but then that steadily grows to where, you, you know what, I, I, I can take out a fifth mortgage on my house, I can put a lien on my on, on my camper or my truck, whatever you got. And you, you know Fat Tony that that runs that pizza shop. Yeah, I know. I know he's connected. So I'll get in with him a little bit. Like it, it just goes crazy. But this building, right? It's got to come from somewhere. The the endlessness of it that is contained in our warehouse style building that defies physics that endlessness has to be generated somehow ironically well that crazy bit of us the, those uh, detrimental habits right that's where that comes from that's a very simple part of it it's us. Whenever we give in to those addictions, there's some after-effect energy, some residual power that's siphoned off from our essence at the core of the abyssal store, let's call it, draws from all of us, sapping our will. It's like a honeybee that's drawn to it tasty, tasty flower. Our resistance is broken down against the allure, the magnificent abyssal store. Because that's truly what it is. It's an abyss. It's an endless maw that feeds off the rush of serotonin and adrenaline that we feel when we're driven by our addictions. So all that energy from us and the, the information about what drives people's desires, it's sapped and collected from billions of minds to feed the abyssal store. Now what happens should you go into that store? Well, if we think of it as say, a Venus flytrap of sorts. It will appear normal on the outside, and you know, when you walk in, in the storefront, pretty pretty normal, run-of-the-mill uh, department store, maybe. But the farther you venture into the store, the more 
assured your demise becomes apparent. And soon enough, like we said earlier, the, the products will get crazier and crazier. First, it might just be food and clothes and books, but then you get to like lawn care and washer and dryers. It, there, there's a car lot in there now. Let's say uh, you have a string of full four bedroom, two story houses. Uh, there, there's animals, right? You can buy an elephant or a whale. Um, there's a city street that you can buy. But then it gets really dark. And, and, and this is where the abyss starts really tearing the soul of you. It, it, it just really small bits, but the further you go into the store, the, the more it pulls at those strings that unravel your soul. Now the products will become devilish and and evil. And people will start to become the products. You can purchase the unborn at a discount price the earlier along the birthing cycle. You can purchase plagues, diseases, testing kits, but the kits are people that are trapped inside of an enormous Pyrex container that's attached to a valve. And that valve releases a disease of choice into the container. And that's how you test it. And I, I, it, it just gets more maddening and dark and twisted from there. I, th this abyss really is endless. So it is difficult to say how depraved and horrific things might actually become. I, I mean, it's beyond the imagination, to say the least. As there is always going to be something that's more terrible than what came before it. Everything kind of collapses in on itself also, right? It, things will come in waves at first, and then it'll be chaotic, and then it'll be orderly, then it'll collapse again into chaos. So everything seems fine with, you know, food, clothes, and lawn care, and is that a house? Is that a street? Oh my god, they're selling people, right? But then it becomes, like, maybe friendly sentient bunnies, or... A happy little cloud that can actually smile at you. Or an orb that's filled with pure ecstasy. And I don't mean the drug. I, I, I mean like you touch the orb and you are... It, like every fiber of your being is filled with happiness and l sunlight and joy. And you can actually touch bottled ecstasy. So, yeah, things beyond that. But then you go even further, and the sentient happy bunnies um, are now eating people. And that's the display, right? By our carnivorous bunnies. They're, they, here, they, here they are on display. Here's what they do. And they're, they're eating other animals or, or people. <laughs> so everything collapses in on itself <laughs> um, 
but but yes, at some point along in this door, we're going to lose all of our faculties and we'll simply be consumed by the store. The the products will become edicts and and madness. The shelves will become lined with colors and whispers and emotions that you can physically grasp. And since this is impossible to our understanding, it is at this point where we can confirm that the abyss has claimed our sanity. The floors become hot and slimy instead of cold concrete. Tendrils of flesh and starry diamond slowly creep along underneath the tables and behind the shelves showcasing products. There's a warm wave, a a wall of hot air that hits all around you, pushing past you, dissipating far off behind you. It's, It's pulsing out from far before you every five or ten minutes. And you start noticing the walls and the ceiling expanding and and getting bigger and wider, it going well beyond your line of sight. Eventually, giving way to complete darkness. You can't see them at all. The only indication you have that there is a ceiling is that there are those floodlight fixtures that hang down above the uh, the walkways and displays, say in a regular store like Walmart. Although the cables and wires that stem upwards from them, they seem like they're shooting off into space. They're, they're streaming off into oblivion. You, you can't see where they connect to at all. And then... Once all your senses have been lost, once the fear and madness have crept inwards, telling you that this door is perfectly normal, while it blinds you to the dangers that are clear and present, the abyss claims you. Now, it has been assaulting your mind and your sanity the moment you stepped into the door. I mean, it's, it's lobbing the softest attacks that, that slowly peel back the walls of logic and reason that we have built up all around us. But now, it's got your mind. It's going to claim your body as well. The abyss will take you in a myriad of ways. The ever-increasing amounts of tendrils will snake their way up and around you. The the wall of what you can only describe as hot breath now dampens your consciousness. There's slime-like mucus that falls from the formless ceiling, engulfing and sliding over you. And soon enough, you are eaten, digested, assimilated, given a barcode, and the product you become from the whole process is magicked onto a shelf with a barcode stamped across you. All the while, 
you are still alive. You are a drooling, hapless idiot that is so overly obsessed with the rush and hunger that you feel in your purchasing power that it literally manifests and overcomes you. Remember, the store is composed of the runoff essence of human greed and lust for more, human addictions and diseases of just needing to have that extra something. But now it has taken shape. It has formed an endless abyss that you can never escape. And you will now be part of it. You'll be assisting the abyss in trapping more and more and more and more until the bottomlessness, starving abyss becomes full. So yeah, let that be a lesson to you. Check yourself to make sure that no part of you manifests itself as a detrimental habit that consumes your life. And, I, I mean, we lose everything that way. Our livelihoods, our autonomy, our passions and interests, they all become slaves and fodder to whatever part of us we allow to become monstrously overwhelming. Specifically, the more, the, the more damning parts of us that we could think as something as common as, say, the seven deadly sins, uh, our obsessions, dangerous tendencies, even something as small as a bad habit that can just fester and grow and lead to us being overtaken by a, a lifestyle or a situation that we wish we could escape. So, live smart, live healthy, live well, live happy. But do it right, do it in moderation, stay out of the darkness, be disciplined. And don't buy so damn much. But yeah, that's all I have time for today, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now... Live long and prosper, my friends, and may the Force be with us all.